I see my audio coming through, but guess what? You're muffled. A little muffly, but we can deal with that. Why is that? Alex, can you hear me? He can't hear us, Kyle. Alex, can you hear me? Alex, touch your face. (laughs) Please, please touch your face, Alex. Alex, I have to tell you something. (laughs) I I meant to tell you this a long time ago, but... I didn't really know when was the right time to bring it up, and I feel like hey, when, I... I feel like when you can't hear me is the best time for me to bring this up. I, I, I hear you now. I oh, you oh, now. So, uh, <laughs> uh, this may not be the best time. That's to... no. Uh, Opinions episode twenty four. Uh, like Kiefer, like Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, I'm Jesse, and I'm sick. So if by the end of this I have no voice at all, please excuse me. Well, this is Alex, and part of the reason that I uh, am late getting set up and started is because my daughter just all of a sudden in the last thirty minutes decided to start uh, uh, having a fever that was like really bad. So I had to get her some antibiotics. All of a sudden, so she's sick as well, but... We were just just, saying, life happens very fast when you have a kid. Isn't that right? Kyle Mathis, who is also on the show. (laughs) As a person who does not have a child, I have to agree. (laughs) (laughs) And laugh. (laughs) Kyle. I know how how fevers go, because I like... I was at work on uh, Wednesday of last hey, week and started feeling hey, yeah. a little bad, a little down, a little sleepy. Ooh. And uh, about three o'clock, I was like, you know what, guys, I gotta, I gotta go home. I feel bad. And then by the time I got home, I had like, I know I didn't have a, a fever when I left the office. When I got home, I had like a hundred and two degree fever. Oh, jeez. And, and studious listeners of the Wizard Opinion show will remember that I fell down some stairs recently. I think I mentioned that on an episode. Yeah. And I uh, did not think I hurt myself. It turns out when you get a little older, uh, I so my fever spiked up to like 102 and the knee that I hurt but didn't hurt falling down the stairs swelled up to like like a water balloon. It was like someone just what? pumped it full of air. It was crazy. Your knee, your knee got swole. I got swole. Been that in the sucks. gym, bro. Jesus Christ, Dude, talk, man. I'm getting I'm getting old enough to where if I walk briskly enough throughout the day, my shin muscles hurt the next day. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, like I walk around the school. I get a, I average about thirteen thousand steps a day, and um, I, I usually it's at like a normal pace. It's just constant, and um, yeah. But if if I walk like you know, and I have to take the stairs a lot. If I walk at a brisk pace throughout the day, like more than or faster than normal, I will have muscle soreness, and it makes me feel like an extremely old person. <laughs> I, I totally understand. Well, uh, we're, we're all gonna co- we're all complaining about being old. In well, case you don't know us, we're all about thirty. So, hey, let's, can I can I get mine in for for this yes. week? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Mine's interesting, and Alex, I mean, I might actually need need your opinion on this. Um, so, uh, anyone who knows me, and I've mentioned it from time to time, and I'm on this long journey of 
weight loss and trying to get an aesthetic uh, physique. Trying to get swole. Well, not right now. I've been on a long journey of being not, I want to be obviously look good, but being swole, I've kind of been to that point, but now I'm trying to get like every bit of excess fat off of my body. Uh, So you want to go from, from swole to svelte. Yes, I guess. <laughs> I want to have a really low body fat percentage before I go back up in mass. But so anyway, I, I have a pretty strict diet plan that I do, and I am at a point where I'm losing about a pound a week consistently. And this past week, I got to this weird point where, and I think that it's a thing where I've lost enough fat in certain places to where this is a thing. I don't think it's a physical deformity, and I don't think I injured myself. Courtney's opinion is that I injured myself somehow. But Where is this on your body? Okay, my coccyx. coccyx. Your coccyx. <laughs> I'd love my that coccyx. that's where it was. Whenever I... <laughs> my, my tailbone. Well, it's not an injury, okay? it's This is what's interesting, and like I said, now Alex, you're, you're, a very, you're a man of very low body fat percentage, if I remember correctly. You were so, remembering pretty... Okay, so... Do you have trouble sitting on flat surfaces and having no butt padding and your bone like touching that and you're like, wow, this is very uncomfortable. I need to like roll to the side or sit up really, really straight yes. or something. Yes, okay, it's so not, that's normal. It's not, it's not my coccyx. It's actually my iliac uh, crest or whatever it was. Not the upper part of the iliac bone, but the lower part. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the edge, right? It's the tail. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. the tip. The it's the tip. tip. It's I, just I, the tip. Let me ask just a question. Do you, do you have one of those, uh, one of those tails like uh, Jason Alexander's character on Shallow Hell? <laughs> Yeah, do you have one of those, yeah. like, do you have a, a little turtle head back there? Yeah, Because when you get skinny enough, it, it, it kind of just, I mean, I have a full-blown Super really? Saiyan. Full-blown Super kidding. Saiyan level 3 tail because I'm so skinny. Holy yes. Lord, no, I was kidding. I didn't really know that you had something <laughs> that protruded. But, uh, yeah, it, it's got I took it into my underwear, style. but not my pants, and it wiggles. No, dude. <laughs> no. That's, no, where the, from... that's where the missing calcium from his sternum went, was to form that tail. <laughs> yes, I, and I can, uh, I can swing from trees. And, uh, you know, wow, he's way better than Shia LaBeouf at that. It's pretty agile. Oh, wow. Oh. That one's better than that. <laughs> so, okay, but Alex, so for real, though, that's a thing now. That's just part of my life. Like, <coughs> I just yeah. need to sit up straight and just deal with it. Because I've never, I've never dealt with that. And I'm kind of pissed, right? Because I'm like, hey, uh, I don't need to lose fat in my butt, right? Like, I mean, and fat is, Like, you let's know, be honest. You, bar- you barely right? had one to begin with. I know. And I'm like, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm losing, you know, fat but it sucks you can't pick where it is you know but i'm like hey this is this is stupid like well it's one of those things where it's one of those things where you can uh it makes for me you know being uncomfortable in like a hard seat makes me sit up right more because then i'm putting more weight on the back of my thighs yeah and then uh if i'm slouching more like i would want to just like like you know leaning back and not actually slouching forward but in leaning back and you know chilling out max and relaxing all cool uh i would i would actually be putting more weight on uh my tailbone or something and and those muscles that are on or those bones that are unpadded in my buttock but uh yeah, That's I lining, I guess is because I have I I feel like I have to sit up straight now. Yes, it, it that, that I I think that, you know, that's probably the best advice that I could give you. I think um I what you were saying though about losing a pound a week steadily, I think that's awesome. Um and it's one of those things where it's like for me, uh I've gone through phases where I've tried to 
put on weight and I've tried working out a whole lot more. Uh, you know, especially whenever I lived in South America, I worked out all the time and I thought, Oh, you know, I'm working in this, like working out in this high altitude, uh, in Bogota. I think, you know, maybe I'll get like, you know, we're back to Dragon Ball Z now. I am. I, I was, it was basically the closest thing I could get to a hyperbolic time chamber was working out at a crap gym in Bogota. But, um, I, um, uh, oh, it, I, I could just never put on any weight or make myself or change my, my body type, I guess I could say. I don't really want to just, ch- I totally change, you know, everything about my body, but I wanted to, you know, change my frame in, in a sense to where, you know, I, I was, I had a little bit of a stronger frame and it just would never happen no matter what level of dedication I had. And I would, I, the heaviest I've ever, the most I've ever weighed was, uh, 161 pounds, I think. And, um, the thing is, is that like, Alex is tall, by the way, listeners, he's, he's not, he's not a small, but you're like, what, it, six, six, one. I'm six, one. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, my height. <laughs> it's, I'll never so, be 160 pounds. Well, uh, that's it, impossible for me. And the thing is, is that it's just, I mean, I've, I've kind of just, I guess nobody should give up in terms of, of those things. I try to eat well. I, I, I have like weird things about my diet that I adhere to and other things yeah. that I, that I absolutely don't like pay attention to, but I am. Um, my weight fluctuates like crazy in between about 153 and 157, mm-hmm. like all over the place. Like, I, I mean, I will, and it, it makes, you know, cause Tiffany will be working out or, or maybe like, uh, you know, somebody is trying to gain weight that I used to try to work out with in Colombia or something like that. And they'd say, you know, yeah, I, I put on, you know, a, a pound of, of muscle or I lost, you know, a couple pounds this week or something. And I'd be like, yeah, well, I took a good dump this morning and, uh, well, <laughs> I went from 155 to 153.2. And it's like, I, I could literally shift like from one side of that spectrum that I mentioned to the other in like a day and a half. And I, it's probably because I get myself severely dehydrated and then I drink water or something. But, uh, yeah, I, my weight is, is something that I've never been able to control in, in, but not in a sense where it's like, a, not in a sense where it's it's a bad thing, I guess. But it, in a way where it's kind of like I can't fight the genetic, you know, predisposition that I have to be like kind of lanky and because I always wanted to look kind of like you know Bruce Lee used a little bit of juice and then you know um, I wasn't in CrossFit. That was where I drew the line. Sometimes when I sit in chairs that are too small, I get creases on the outside of my thighs where I spill over. <laughs> yes. Hey, um, I turned the gain up on the microphone. That's How a little bit better. Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold up. Turn down for what? Oh, it's the, it's the uh, it's the rolled up portion of the sock that's that's turning the king down. I haven't used this thing in so long. The sock is all. Oh, are you out. using the Yeti? I am using the Yeti for the oh, first nice. time in a while. Yeah, you gotta kiss that thing, huh? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> it's the it's the big robot dong that was making its premiere. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna use a smaller sock. <laughs> <laughs>
the best, I guess, workout season that I ever had was the summer after my D1 year. We had a full summer off of you know school, and I didn't have a job or anything, so I was. That was the out. first semester of his pornography university. <laughs> <laughs> well, the um, we had all summer, and so I was uh, I was do- I was working out twice a week, and I would work out on the days that I worked out. I would work out for thirty minutes, and I would I, and I would do like as I, I would be just totally full blast doing push-ups. Uh, and squats with uh, kettlebells and you know swings and stuff like that and then doing fin- finishing it off doing as many sets of uh, uh, pull-ups as I could and uh, so and and it, I it literally I would stop it at 30 minutes and then I would wait like two days and do it again and uh, I, and I, I would like in those t- the two days in between I wouldn't do anything. I probably should have been doing more stretching. I, I do like doing yoga whenever I get into it, but it, that schedule, as not intense or whatever as it sounds, was really awesome. I was also doing like because I had all that time, I was doing all this intermittent fasting, and I was I, I wasn't eating like this or that, and so it was. And, uh, and, and it, that's it really, enough to like make you feel good. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awesome. It really made me feel a lot better just because it was it wasn't so regular that I'm like I gotta make myself wake up, put in my time at the gym, <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, it was like okay, it's Wednesday, and now I'm gonna do this, and it was only thirty minutes, and I'd go you know crazy, and then I'd be done and whatever. But uh, speaking of working out, I was talking to my friend Derek, um, and uh, he works out with. Uh, uh, one of my classmates, Joe, in, early in the mornings, and uh, Derek is, I think Derek is 35, and Joe is 22, no, Joe is 23, and uh, Joe is a former football player, and Derek is not. He's just a dude, you know, he's just built like a regular guy, and uh, Derek, he was talking, to, Derek and Joe were talking about how Derek can usually put on, put more weight on the uh on the bars and whatever and do more reps than Joe can and how Joe, Joe always, uh, attributes it to old man strength It's like you got that old man strength going for you <laughs> what he was like yeah you know grown man strength it was like and i was like you know come to think of it whenever i've been working out in the in the like yard doing stuff with uh, like my father-in-law or something and my father-in-law granted he, he's like he's considerably shorter than i am and you know doesn't look like somebody who'd be you know super strong when we're or when we're moving furniture or something like that, he will out you know lift out strength me like a hundred times over, and you would you could just never see that coming, and it's just funny because I guess maybe that maybe I just have to wait until I'm you know forty five or something, and then <laughs> then I'll be as strong as I actually want to be because right now like seriously, I, well I only go, if you do yard work like every day for the next ten years. <laughs> have you ever had an experience where like you know you're you're moving or something and there's like a you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Like my grandfather was. <laughs> You're like like up, up, up until like the month he <laughs> had been on chemotherapy for nine years and was about to die, like he could outlift me. It yeah. was crazy. You're like, what is? And going it's like on? he didn't exercise. He didn't do weights. He was just, uh, like he was a, just a low, hard low, ass. Low, it's 
probably like a lower sense of gravity with your father-in-law is what I, or, or, or yeah or something like that like a lower center of gravity. I think there was more no, gravity when they were growing up I think that's there's... the thing like their bodies just got used they're there's too certain... strong and they never touched their face like they never <laughs> it, no 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 there's a certain growl that comes out of them when they know that you're not gonna put more into the effort <laughs> And then it just it just happens, and they it's 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 astonishing. Old man strength is not something to be you know. So they at. they give out and the it, old man growl, and I give out the fatty grunt. Yeah, They're two I, different ooh, things, but they so. The, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the fatty grunt. <laughs> In my opinion, a 35-year-old man should be stronger than a 22-year-old man, though, just on the development. But, this dude, but Joe is stacked. But do you mean, I'm just, it doesn't matter. He's not even, like, fully developed yet. He's not finished growing. I'm, I'm not saying, like, he can't be stronger. I'm just saying there is a difference in the development of a 35-year-old man than there is a 22-year-old man or 23. Well, that I will is, say it takes. definitely true. It's like the oldest cells in your body are only seven years old. So I'll say if you take a 22-year-old man, some of his cells in his body are still 15 years old. Yeah. But you take a 40-year-old man, some of his cells are still 33. you got to take the average. A 40-year-old sure. man's really dude, like 36. Dude, if you looked at Joe, you'd be like, uh, yeah, Joe could totally whoop Derek. Like, <laughs> seriously. Maybe. And it, it and it, that all comes down to like body fat percentage as well. Like, you, if you're smaller body fat percentage, you may look bigger than another guy who has more layers on him. But That's like, I, I, will ne- I, I am someone who will never have a low body fat percentage. It's just not like I'm not straight up not built that way but and she could probably um, outlift alex and i both like you know uh, what i mean like, at this precise moment probably not because i i've been desking it real hard for the past <laughs> year and a half since i got to austin so uh i got nothing but um but... <laughs> uh, i will say there was a period once where i don't know if alex will remember this because I, I i didn't advertise it i lost like 30 pounds in about a month and a half Holy in Lord. high school Yes. And uh, it wasn't incredibly noticeable because it's like 30 pounds for me is nothing. <laughs> like, I, I, I went from being about 185 pounds to about 155 pounds. And, like, I went from not wanting to take off my shirt because I thought I was fat to not wanting to take off my shirt because now I have this sad lion hanging off of my ribcage from all the <laughs> excess skin. <laughs> But it's like that. That wasn't because I was trying. That was I was sick or something or stressed out. I don't know. We never really figured out why that happened. But well, well, yeah, that's that's significant. Puberty's weird. I can attest to the whole like lower body fat percentage thing making you look swole because people are always coming up to me asking me uh, where I get my steroids and what you know <laughs> what my uh, workout routine is because you know and just ladies feeling on my giant biceps because yeah, it's really it, it's really <laughs> impressive. I, I don't know where it comes from. Like I said, it's all genetics. So here's my here's my three tips and 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 then I'll I'll, I'll pretty much be done. I mean oh, we can keep talking about it, but. Here's Here's, here's my three things that I've learned in your situation, Alex. If you want to gain weight, right, you need to keep up with your calories or at least your macros, the amount of protein yeah. you're taking in. Uh, you need to, uh, you know, get in an excess, not too much, but an excess. Secondly, you need to lift weights. Don't do any cardio and rest a lot. Yeah. Lift weights only. Screw cardio. You don't need yeah. it. You're getting, you're getting plenty. Of, rest a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So three days a week is probably what I would do. If I were going to make a plan for you, which I totally will if you want me to at some point. And then the third thing to get you swole is this product called Russian Bear. 
Yes, I was googling this it right is now. The best. Now there's some. There's some like the ingredients are incredible. There's like shaved deer antlers or something. Oh, I yeah, think that's. that's a, that I think that's illegal. Russian bear. bear. It's good bear. It takes but care. Dude, it makes makes man swole. It's, it's, dude, it's you will in get. A of different forms. You will get huge. It, I got so. It makes muscles big. red and white like America. Yes. I got so big so fast. It's just it a big. Awesome. It's just a big bottle of human growth hormone. That's all it is. Basically, what is it called? Russian bear. But here's the deal. Okay, don't take it as directed because they're like, yeah. Take this. It's like five thousand calories in one sitting with a gallon of milk. It's like no, 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 no. Not, no that's not how you do that. You do like you basically like a half gallon of like skim milk or something, and you put in a certain amount of servings based on calories, really. And then like once a day, you drink like a cup of it. You know, you have it measured out for how much you need yeah. in that day. But you do wow. that like you know five days out of the week. And oh boy, and it tastes phenomenal. Hmm. Really? It tastes like ice cream. Now this is for weight gain, and I would say, I would definitely say, do not go whole milk, and I would definitely say, <laughs> do not do a gallon of milk, uh, because I did all of those, and like when I was doing skim milk, half a gallon, I was like, yeah, this is a decent growth, you know. But I did whole for like two weeks, and I was like, getting a little rubbery over here, getting a little, <laughs> get a little, uh, get a little Michelin like, oh man my, action. Oh my god, uh, I look like Jesse. <laughs> No, no, I was getting puffy. I'll say that. But, puffy. I like, but like you were on a cortisone <laughs> <laughs> regimen. <laughs> Jesse, to your, to your point earlier when you were saying, like, uh, I can't remember what you are talking about as far as, like, having more weight on you or something. I was going to say, if me and Alec, the, the benefit of that, though, is if me and Alec slid down uh, stairs right now, we would both, like, fracture our coccyxes or however you would Oh, you're, you're correct, you, you know. it's I but get jealous of thing. skinny people, but your torment is something I will never be able to understand. Well, I balance. Thing, though, Fragile. I have, I, have a different, I have a different thing that helps me because I've, I, have, I, I have stumbled downstairs a lot uh, in my life because I have very loose joints. My and uh, Alex my... is basically Skeletor. If no one's oh, ever yeah. met Alex, I'm imagining have... him doing all this Jim Carrey stuff now. Like well, my my fingers can like in the middle joint can bend back really far and all, and my hips I can still even though I can't. I, it takes a lot for me to touch my toes because my muscles are really tight. I can still put my leg behind my head. Like my joints themselves are very flexible, and um, so I've I've fallen. Are I've, you a cat? Uh, it's up in the air but i have i i've tripped and stumbled downstairs and twisted my ankle so bad and people are like oh my gosh are you okay and i'll be like yeah it hurts but I, i'm gonna be okay i have never sprained my ankle i've never uh like from an accident or from playing soccer or anything like that, like had my ankle swell up or anything like that. Despite I played soccer for like five years and I, I've stumbled down many stairs, especially in Columbia because they have these stone steps that are all rounded on the edge of them. And they're like 12 slick. feet tall, the size of giants carved a thousand years ago. <laughs> all of them. It's weird. But uh, seriously, they'd be people would always. I'd be walking and like my ankles would my ankle would just give out and it'd roll real bad and I'd be like, oh okay, and I'd just start walking again and my friend would be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like that looked like it hurt so bad. Like, and I'm like, bone come out. Yeah, it's okay. It'll be fine. And I've it has never swollen up like or anything. And um 
and, and so like I've never had like a weird like injury joint injury like a sprain or anything like that and so it's weird because I have slipped downstairs and nothing like I haven't had it I haven't rolled downstairs like Jesse mind you <laughs> hey but I got good at that I've seen Jesse tumble downstairs backwards literally <laughs> flip end over end like like it doesn't make any sense how it happened and he didn't get severely injured we were at Jesse's house and this was between that we were on the second floor of Jesse's house I was on the computer recording Jesse's old bass in direct into his computer or something like that. And Jesse and Michael, there was like a third floor or something. Yeah. There's a attic basically. Yeah. And they were up there and we had just gotten done doing like a nerf war. And, uh, Michael had already taken a pretty good tumble down the steps where he just kind of was going down the steps real fast and kind of gave up and took a shoulder on the floor. <laughs> and then, that one, I saw that one. That one was real funny because he was just coming down the stairs real fast. And then on like the third step, it was like his legs just gave up. Well, and he, he, and he know, just collapsed like a doll straight into his, the floor his, at the bottom his, of the stairs. Michael, Michael, you he's know, three feet he, tall also. So <laughs> he was running. And when he got to the steps his his feet were going too fast to be accurate enough on the steps and it was, it was like, like a cartoon Ve- character it was like Velma from uh, <laughs> a pup named Scooby-Doo and and he kind of hit those first three steps and kind of just said screw it and literally just kind of bunched up and took a shoulder and rolled into the floor like <laughs> pretty gracefully for not getting a permanent injury there but uh Jesse however this was this was a little bit later on same night I, same I'm night. sitting there yes yeah, same night where I I'm I'm recording little sound clips into the voice recorder direct into Jesse's PC uh, with his rogue bass or whatever whatever <laughs> brand it was uh, and I hear I think I had the uh, Dean at that point it was a Dean yes it was and so I hear some sort of a boom this is really loud. And yeah, I that was around. that was that was the first fall. I turn around and Jesse's computer is situated to where if you turned straight if you turned right around, it was right there facing this incline of stairs uh, going down as it proceeds. Yeah, you're looking up the, the stairs path. basically. Mm-hmm. And uh Jesse is literally at the time when I turn around, he's rolling onto his coccyx and then just <laughs> gracefully like like somebody doing the wave almost rolling onto the back of his neck but instead of going and doing the worm or something on the steps because i was going backwards his feet come up over his head and then on the (laughs) like he does kind of turns end over end a little bit about 75 percent of the way and then his feet kind of hit and his butt hits and then he just kind of rolls and his head kind of just slaps the carpet at the bottom of the stairs and it's just one of those jesse moments where you kind of you have to say jesse are you okay but it's jesse and you know that those things happen to jesse so it it was amazing holy moly I swear, in no, a wheelchair, I, like it no, would. I, like I'm just so fragile, people, I guess. People don't believe me that that happened, but Jesse literally. I, I don't know how he went from going there. Oh, actually, we did a couple reenactments because no, I there didn't was like a half twist in there. 
<laughs> he did like a, an Olympic event. Jesse, he was trying to do a, a, a gainer down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, he, uh, when I turned around, he was rolling on his back, perfectly rolling down, flipped over, and then the last couple of steps met the, his back and head. And, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Uh, if I if if I could describe my physique in two words, it would be impact resistant. I've yes. I've I've been in I've been That's in several crazy. situations where people literally thought I died. Like I got hit by a car going close to forty miles an hour in front of my church, and I just kind of rolled over the top of it. How in the world did this happen? How does this happen to you? I'm nope. in the wrong place at the wrong time. No one gets hit no. by a car. I know one guy that's got hit by a car. No, and like, no. He's no one ever gets hit by the car by cars, Alex. I don't know if you know that. No, well, look, here's the thing. Uh, there, there's another time that I that I don't think I've have I mentioned the computer speaker hitting you in the face. Uh, not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Describe so, the speaker, please. Okay, so we're in like computer large... class. Well, no, this is like one of those. Uh, what is crap? What are what are those brands that they used to sell at Walmart that you thought were nice because they cost like fifty dollars? Both. No, they didn't. No, no, no. This is before that. This is a Logitech a, speaker. Or something yeah, like a Logitech. Or... Yeah, a and Cisco so, speaker. We, well, we're in we're in computer class in uh, in high school, and I but think like it was our... this this was. You know, around 1999, 2000. So it, it, one of those big, thick computer speakers. That you yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like Super Nintendo Gray, and it, it's got a lot of weight to it. And um, it, 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 there are two of them perched precariously atop a very thick monitor. You the know original I mean? cube monitors, like a I'm CRT. Already laughing. Yeah. I'm already laughing from the scene of Jesse, like, you know, 15 years ago, Alex, 15 years, I'm viewing you both. I'm viewing these old computers and this old Mississippi so they, high school. Like, here's the thing. They, uh, nobody else, there was, none of our computers had speakers. This was this. This was the teacher's The teacher's speaker. Okay. This okay. was Miss Beam's computer, and we were not allowed to sit at Miss Beam's computer. And <clears throat> first Jesse, mistake. <laughs> see, Jesse and I had a special relationship with Miss Beam because in our computer class, Jesse and I were assholes. Were, yeah, we were we were doing Q basic and it was like Jesse and I had already written all sorts of stupid like crazy visualization programs and like mini mini rpg like question based yeah i've been i've been programming stuff. for a couple of years at that point we we yeah. had done all this stupid stuff already and and they even based some of the final que questions on our on our final exam off of programs that we had submitted to miss beam just like hey isn't this cool um so anyway, uh, we we were always goofing around in there because we didn't have anything to do. We like we didn't literally. I did not turn in any assignments that were given to us because we had already just showed Miss Beam what we had done. So we were always just goofing around. But I wasn't goofing around to the to the extent that Jesse was because he was he was he was breaking the golden rule, which was not to sit in Miss Beam's chair, and. Uh, Miss Beam's computer was sitting there uh, perpendicular to all of our computers, and um, it, you know, it there was a little desk there, and it. The thing about the desk was that, uh, you know, it's it's big wood desk or whatever, and the computer's sitting on top of it, big monitor, speakers on top of there, but it has one of those sliding um, trays for a keyboard. Yeah. 
Jesse, he sits down in Miss Beam's chair. She has gone out of the room for a moment. And uh, I say, Jesse, get out of Miss Beam's chair. She's about to come back, dude. It's a and nice it's like, chair. It's a rolly chair. <laughs> oh, no, it was Jesse, not a rolly chair. Jesse's not just sitting in it like, yeah, this is nice. Look at me. I'm being silly. Jesse's, Jesse's leaning back like he's, he's, he's testing out like the max I, I was, flying functions of this chair. I was balancing myself on the chair on two legs because uh it was more entertaining than just sitting well it was a it was a it was a, it was a rolling it was a rolling chair but it was one of those it didn't roll very well and you could get it on two wheels oh, pretty right. easily because it didn't it didn't recline very far and so he was just kind of like getting it back a little bit and so the thing was was that i was like jesse it's not a good idea Come on, you know, Miss Beam's going to be back any moment. And uh, I was like, come on, dude, Jesse, Miss Beam's coming up here. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. So Jesse kind of pushes it to the extreme. He's doing a pretty decent balance for a, for a moment there. And Miss Beam starts walking in and I'm like, oh, crap. And I turn around to see Jesse and say, hey, stand up right now. But uh, at right at that moment. When Jesse kind of realizes what's going on, and he's he's balanced on uh, on the back, he goes to grab the desk and the rolling. Well, no, train. I, uh, <laughs> I I began to fall backwards. Is actually what happened. Miss Beam walked through the door, and I started to go backwards. So of course, what he do? You reach for it and you grab the ch- the, the table. So the that tray you is what you grab though, and it, and the, the rolling <laughs> tray doesn't provide any support. It kind of comes out, and so the thing is that he kind of realizes that that's not going to give him support. He kind of pulls well, what, it. He pulls out to an extent. What Jesse happens is pulls. it begins to pull the entire table. Like the entire table is just going to, is starting to fall over. And I look up at this giant 24-inch CRT monitor that could kill me if it fell on top of me. <laughs> and I think, I don't want that to happen. So I'd let go. And no, and, and then here's the thing. I turn around and Jesse has just let go of the uh, of the of the desk and it has, it, there's one moment one second before but dang and it just hits the ground and I was like dang as so I turn around and I look at Miss Beam and then right at that moment the monitor had actually because of the force of Jesse pulling on the tray and whatnot the monitor had rocked forward slightly well the monitor didn't fall it it you know just slumped back into place but those nice uh speakers that were sitting on sitting atop the monitor they rocked back and forth and then back and then in slow motion as i turned back around to jesse thinking oh my god the speaker falls from the top of the of the of the monitor which is i mean i don't know four feet off the ground at least and just lands right on jesse's eye i mean like (laughs) it's just like all in this split second it's like oh Jesse, Miss Bean, ah, bam! And then I turn around, and then I turn back, and it's like, bam! And the speaker just adds insult to injury because he was already in trouble. He was already in trouble. And then, like, Miss Bean walks in, and I guess it was kind of a saving grace that that speaker hit you in the eye because everybody's kind of wincing in pain as that, as as that, uh. Yeah, it probably saved me from getting, like, disciplinary action because she felt that, uh, you know, having a black eye for two weeks and having to explain to people that a computer, I lost a fight with a computer, was probably uh, enough punishment.
but th- these are. I might be a Thetan. Am I a Thetan? You are. Uh, a, you are Thetans, a Thetan. Thetans have Thetans are souls inside of your body, so you're not a Thetan, but you may have a lot of Thetans in you. Not today, Thetan. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna get. <clears throat> let me tell you, after the shift, I'm gonna head home and get the Thetans out. You know what I mean? Just take it. A... You got to. If you're gonna make your way up the bridge, you gotta get them out. You gotta do five hours of auditing, auditing a day. So open like open the... up a couple browser tabs and really work the Thetans <laughs> out. You know what I mean? So are the so like does Xenu like shoot up Thetans? Is like is that like his no, thing? Like that... I know that's like the antithesis of like what. That's they're... yeah. That story is Xenu. Okay, so there so there's another planet out there. I can't believe we're talking about this. There's another planet, not Earth. There's another planet, not Earth, but it, the other planet is 1950s exactly. That's how creative this Hubbard guy is. That other Earth or world is everything in life, same with car, same looking people wear the same clothes, whatever. And they take these people and there was, or this is, there was overpopulation was a problem on this planet, right? And Xenu was appointed as this leader of that planet to handle this issue. So he took a bunch of people, because it was overpopulated, and he took them to the prison planet, being Earth, like billions of years ago, Earth was the prison planet. And they froze these people by injecting them in stuff with stuff and they flew over earth they dropped them in their ice casing in volcanoes once they were in volcanoes they dropped uh atom bombs on top of them because that was the technology they used they travel through hyperspace whatever mm-hmm. uh atom mm-hmm. bombs on top of them and in their space planes and so they were and out and <laughs> then yeah that's what uh, one of the guys who got to that point and was revealed that this is what was going on he same same reaction but uh so then somehow they, the thing melted and some of them survived. Whatever. These things, when you and I were born, these souls of these people, these Thetans, that's the name of their race, their souls latched onto us. So when you have memories or bad thoughts or any kind of anxiety or any bad thing or bad ailment physically, it, it's not because of you. It's because you've taken on a part of this other person's soul and you have their memories and their anxiety. So we have to find those, clear those out so that you can be the real person you be. But it's going to take like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get to the next step. Let's do that. And if you give me that two hundred fifty thousand dollars, we can do auditing for like five hours a day, and I bet we can get some of these states out of here. I don't want to talk about what I'm working on at work. I want to talk about what I'm reading while I'm at work instead of doing my job. (laughs) That sounds odd. What have you been reading? I've been reading about the Tommy Westfall universe. I don't know anything about that. The Tommy Westfall universe. This is a television thing. Uh, Give me just a sec. Googling it. Okay, so no, don't Google it. Stop, 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 because ah, we're going to okay, play a game. Stop. We're going to play a game. Stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I clicked off the Wikipedia page. There are, uh, let's see, according to the documentation I have in front of me, over 375 television shows that fall into the Tommy Westfall universe. Holy. I think I know what this is. So uh, we're going to play a game. You name a television show. I'll tell you whether or not it is in that universe, and we'll do that a couple times, and then I'll tell you about it. So, Kyle, yeah. name a television show. Uh, Family Matters. Yes. It is in the West Tommy Westfall uh, universe. Wow. Alex? Mad about you. Yes. It is in the Westfall universe. See, these are like some of the first ones I looked up. Kyle? Uh, <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it has to be a... Uh, 
a narrative uh, a narrative television show. I got show. one. I got one. Okay. Heroes. What's that? Heroes. Heroes. I'm That's not. Sh- yes. Yes, it is in the Tommy Westfall universe. Um. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. Mm, that I think I think you found one. Give me just a second. No, that is not in the Westfall universe. So we've successfully found a television show that's not in the Westfall universe. Here's the thing. Tell me the thing. There was a television show called Saint Elsewhere. Okay. That was about a hospital. Do you know about the famous ending to this television show? I do not. I think I've heard of that, but so I... you you've probably seen references to it. Like I know Family Guy has referenced it, and uh, oh no, see, I I was right. I know what this. Is yeah, about. Alex probably knows. Family Guy has referenced it. Most like referential TV shows have referenced it. News Radio did a bit about it on their last episode. So the final episode of Saint Elsewhere, you find out that one of the characters, Tommy Westfall, like the the story is about this hospital. So at the final episode of this long-running series, the camera zooms out and out and out and out of the hospital until it you see the hospital within a snow globe. And it's being held by one of the characters called uh, Tommy Westfall. And then the other two other characters of the television show are looking at this guy and saying, uh, talking about how he's autistic and wondering what's going on inside of his head and what sort of stories he's telling himself. So basically, the whole the idea of that is that this whole television show, Saint Elsewhere, was within this autistic kid's mind, and he was imagining imagining it happening within the snow globe. Okay. Interesting way to to end a television series. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. That was the first time something like that had really been done. So that was it was kind of an interesting way to end that. Here's the thing. What is one thing that is really popular with like 80s and 90s TV shows trying to drive ratings? Autism? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, not autism. Okay. Crossovers. Sure. Okay, yeah, crossovers. So this show, St. Elsewhere, had a lot of crossovers with another show called Homicide, Life on the Street. They ran alongside each other, and actually characters swapped between the two all the time. So if St. Elsewhere uh, was inside of this autistic kid's mind the whole time, well, then clearly Homicide, Life on the Street was, right? Because they share so many characters. Sure, absolutely. So if you start digging through these crossovers of characters going, and the big one is that at some point, a character from Law and Order was on uh, the show Homicide, Life on the Street, and that just blew it up because, you know, Law and Order has had crossovers with almost every television show on the planet. absolutely. So once you dig into, like, how many of these characters have guest starred on other shows, like, not the actors, I mean the characters themselves, like, same name, same background, the actual character, it turns out, like, most of the television shows that have ever been made are part of this imaginary autistic kids well, universe. And it's like they, they will have the crossovers. Speak up a bit, just, Alex. The crossovers aren't just uh, aren't just characters that uh, are you know playing the same character, or they aren't just actors playing the same character inside of a different context. It's it's also things like street names. And, I don't think uh, they go down to things like street names, but one example that uh, uh, they do use is so Lost. The plane that went down in Lost uh, was Oceana Flight, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, because these television producers and all never come up with any original ideas, but and they like to reuse ideas and stuff like that and drop like Easter eggs inside their shows, well, it turns out there's like 10 other television shows that also use that same fake airline and not only do they use the same fake airline but they also have like other references that suggest oh well this takes place in the same universe as that and an example of that is so once you connect this show to lost 
Well, then Charlie, the character from Lost, was in a band called Drive Shaft. And then the television show Alias had their main character, Sydney throw a party. And the music playing was a song from Drive Shaft. Like an actual sh- song that like Charlie had referenced in Lost was being played at a party on the show Alias. And uh, the show Alias talks about Oceanic Airlines. So from that, you can say, oh, okay, well, these two shows take place in the, in the same universe. And then you can move from there. Like, and you can connect it to Law and well, Order. Street names, I'm saying I'm all the about NCIS it. it's not, it's not television just... shows, all like the X Files, Star Trek. All these shows are connected to Tommy Westfall. What were you saying, Alex? I was saying when I said street names, I'm not saying like exactly like street names. I'm saying things that aren't necessarily just actors in and of themselves. You oh, know, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I wanted to expand on that because it's like how many shows have 51st Street? Wow. Yeah, it, obviously there there will be like a, a, it was on the corner of this and that and like it's it's filmed in New York and it's going to yeah. show whatever. So Kyle, it, it, the movie Aliens are... is part of this what? universe because no, no. Oh yeah, because it all goes down to some uh television show that references Waylon Utani. Come on. Yeah. Nah, man. What the heck? What like how is the world how is Hollywood so connected? Okay, I, like, I will connect even... it to Waylon Utani right now. So in the show Saint El- Saint Elsewhere, uh there uh, are two characters uh let's say there's one character named Craig. Craig visited Cheers once. And so Craig is hanging out on the show Cheers with all these guys, and it is the char- it's not like a weird connection, it's a direct correct connection. It is the character from Saint Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, uh if Cheers you have the spinoff Frasier. Frasier was a character from Cheers. Now he has his own show. Yeah, sure. Uh, John Larroquette's show had a character named John Hemingway. John Hemingway once called in to Frasier's show. And the John Larroquette show uh, referenced a company called uh, Yo-Yo Dine that was a uh, like air- airplane manufacturer or something like that. And they had... Uh, and then on the show Angel, there was a... And Yo-Yo Dine is a very, like, unique name. Yeah. But it was reused in the show Angel, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff, as a client of the law firm Wolfram and Hart. The company, Waylon Utani is also a client of Wolfram and Hart. Oh, my gosh. Jesse, look up this next one. So it's Come like on, you man. can connect all this stuff there. It's crazy. This reminds me of the freaking thing that Conan does where all the newscasters are saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is you can also connect it like to Firefly, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, oh, this this is how you get into the sci-fi, ooh, the sci-fi ooh. area. Like Battlestar Galactica, research. Firefly, uh, Doctor Who, Star Trek. Once you look at this, you're like, wow, I guess they all take... There's a connection that suggests these all take place in the same universe. figure this out. What person sit down and be like, yes, this is a connection? Or was it like... Oh, there are people who've been tracking this for like 20 years. This is a database that's been building since the end of St. Elsewhere. So somebody's managing a database, you're like, you're in Hollywood, like, hey, you're going to do a TV show... Got a riff away with Johnny. Like, is that? <laughs> well, no. That's uh, the thing. Is there? It's not. This, this is not something it. anyone like planned. Like, we have to try and connect as much stuff as we can. It's just like, oh, people who are fans of other things want to reference them inside of their own creative product. 
just See, as maybe a, like I should do that whenever I'm doing something yeah. creative. Because if you have Does to write sense? seven seasons of a uh, uh, that have 24 episodes of a television show, you're just gonna you know you get tired of making stuff up, so you want to throw in like, oh, haha, I'm gonna use the name of this law firm here because it's in this other thing that I like, and now suddenly that doesn't exist anymore. Now it's in an autistic kid's mind. Now you've destroyed your entire universe. Maybe I'm in. This kid's mine. I'm touching my face. (laughs) Yes, please. It it feels right. Is it weird that the most depressing show I saw on this list was Jag? (laughs) I like Jag. I never really watched a lot of Jag. It's really good. What about Jesse? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What about Wings? Oh, Wings. Yeah, real strong connection there. Wings was all over. No, Wings is real close because Wings crossed over with Cheers. Like you had a character from Saint Elsewhere on Cheers, and then Wings and Cheers they were they were totally in bed together. I mean, probably Cheers. I mean, uh, Wings. They probably talked about Oceana and Wings or some crap. Yeah, I mean, that was all about the airports, right, or some crap. Well, no, it was actually just a more direct connection. Like, a character from St. Elsewhere was in Cheers, and Cheers and Wings had tons of crossover. What was that, uh, the shaky kid, uh... The shaky kid? Marty McFly, uh... What's his name? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's his name? Fox? Cordy, yeah, Spin Cordy City? Fox, Is that what you're trying to think of? Uh, like, wasn't he in something called, like, Family Ties or something? Uh, by the way, Spin City is part of the Westfall universe. Uh, well, Family is Ties a... is, yes, that is part of the Westfall universe. What? How is that connected? Is there like a description? Uh, let's see. Ooh, Fox, buddy, this one's really far down the list, so it's going to take a while to connect. <laughs> well, no, it's fine. You know I mean, but it go. Let's see. Down. I'll just list the shows it goes through. It goes through uh, the show Parker Lewis can't lose. Uh, Leave it to Beaver. Married with Children. Uh, Come on, man. This, this Dick Van Dyke Show. How could Leave It to Beaver? We're going back in time in the uh, Oh, and then no, Dick, Dick Van Dyke Show is tied into Mad no, About no, no, You, no, no, is tied into no, no, Friends, no, no, is tied no, into no, Caroline no, in the City, no, no, no. Okay, is tied into Frasier, and now we're back out. to St. Elsewhere. Oh, okay, wait. How? What is the origin of this? I mean, I understand that the, the branch begins at Autistic Kid at the end of the show, but what is the origin reference? Right or the key. The origin reference is just the show Saint Elsewhere. I understand. Now what I'm saying is like, so you're going back to like Leave It Beaver, Dick Van Dyke, Andy Griffith, oh yeah, or whatever. So like, because if if you because there are so many crossovers and things like that. Like, let's say if you go all the way way back to like I Love Lucy, which I think is the furthest it goes back. You have a character from I Love Lucy that showed up on the Dick Van Dyke show, and then you have a character from the Dick Van Dyke show that you know. 15 years after the Dick Van Dyke show goes off the air, well, he shows up on um, Mad About You. Yeah, because it's, crossovers crossovers aren't just yeah. moving parallel in time or back exactly. in time, moving forward, yeah. What about Pee Wee Herman, Lawrence Fishberg? <laughs> <laughs> I think Pee Wee is in a universe own. all his own. Well. So what if what if uh, Tommy Westfall got in the box <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum? With and, Jeff Goldblum and Guy Fieri. <laughs> I will I I will say if anybody gets in the box with Jeff Goldblum, their life has changed forever. I wish I could get in the box with Jeff Goldblum. But is it really is crazy? It goes back to like Hogan's Heroes and the Adams Family and the Brady that Bunch is, and that's wild. That's wild. And it's all characters or just like it could be like companies or. Because you know, I can see acne being in this, it, right? There, there can be uh, companies acne. and stuff like that, but it has to be intentional. Like, for instance, with Oceanic. Yeah. Like, the reason Alias used the fake, like, it is intended to be the same fake airline. When Alias uses Oceanic and Lost uses it, like, they are intending to tie those together. You know what I mean? So, as a musician, as a writer... The Cosby should, Show? Jeez. Should I reference 
blatantly other things. It, you know what? You should look up uh, Elifair. See if any. See of if they're icons. connected to yeah. <laughs> the Tiny Westfall universe. Mash the Bob Newhart. Oh, yeah. Here, here is uh, there is a section of this connection that I love because I saw I was looking at the little grid here. Like someone has this mapped out on like a star chart where the Bob Newhart show touches the show Newhart. And those are both starring Bob Newhart. And I looked at those and I was like, well, how are those touching? Because I know those aren't the same characters. And then I remembered at the end of one of the shows, I don't know, they basically have the same name. But at the end, in the last episode of one of those shows, Bob Newhart wakes up in the middle of the night and he's next to his wife from the previous show. So it turns out that the current, like let's say the Bob Newhart show was the first one. Uh, at the end of Newhart, he wakes up with his wife from the Bob Newhart show, and it turns out the show Newhart was all a dream. So that means Newhart was a dream within a dream, and so was Coach, and show was the Drew Carey so show, and so show is Mario home improvement. Not a dream. Coach was real to me. <laughs> so was Mario. So was Mario World too. <laughs> so so is Balrog. So like, so Coach new sharded on Big Man like <laughs> wife, and they all. It it really is crazy how much of this stuff. That's how we get to Family Matters. It turns out Family Matters is a dream within a dream because it's connected through Newhart. Let me ask you this: What's up? And it's just it's just an autistic kid playing the Coach arcade console. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is 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 ah! is Seinfeld a George Costanza dream of a dream or some crap? Well, no, Seinfeld is very definitely in here because it's connected to Mad About You. So how did that work? Who was in Seinfeld that was in Mad About You? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but they probably crossed over a few times. You know, they reference like actors, right? Like Seinfeld, like, oh, I saw this famous actor over here. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Kramer's apartment is leased from Paul, who is the lead in Mad About You. No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. The lead guy owns Paul Kramer's Reiser apartment. from Mad About You owns the apartment that Kramer leases. Dude, this is made up. It can't, <laughs> like my life is a lie. This country is just way creepier than I think it is. Something's going on. There's hey, no way. Kyle, Kyle, quit, quit, quit SPing on on the Tommy Westfall <laughs> universe. Are you? Are all your dirty secrets are about to get revealed? <laughs> no, please, God, no. I just, I just fell down this rabbit hole, and I thought it was incredibly fascinating to see. Not like. Like the idea of this being a what the Westfall universe is kind of interesting in its own way to say, oh, all this stuff is invalidated by this one episode. That's kind of funny. But the real interesting part is to see how these like 375 different television shows are all connected together. I could read that for Kyle Walker, Texas Ranger is in here. Come on, man. Is he is he brothers with Paul Reisner who's renting out? <laughs> I want someone. To, He's I want re- someone to talk through like Walker, okay. Texas Ranger's cousin is renting a uh, is renting an Aerostar yeah. trailer from uh, the dog in Mad About You. Is that real? Or... Okay. No. Because it could be real at this point and I wouldn't know the difference because I feel like you're making this all up anyway. I want someone to sit down and be like, okay, so Walker Tex Ranger, he's, uh, he's the father of Kramer, who's renting from Paul Reisner and Paul Reisner walked into a bar with Bob Newshart. Bob Newshart one time. His name is Newhart, not Newshart. Newshart hit a kid. He didn't have an accident. He's a psychiatrist. Steve Steve Urkel went to study under Newshart, and then uh, Uncle Jesse played a concert with uh, Jesse and the Rippers at a Newshart household event. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, there's there's also stuff like uh, it's connected to the Party of Five through the X Files. 
Okay, because so, in well, the X-Files episode Milagro, Mulder and Scully visit a graveyard where Party of Fives, Diana, and Nicholas Salinger are buried. Wait, Wait a second. They died? Who died? Wait a second. I don't know anything about Party of Fives. What about the X-Files coming back? I know. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. We're getting six new episodes. Okay. That could be cool. I hope it's cool. They're going to have to do something about the whole cell phone thing, though, because I remember the first few seasons where, like, a lot of plot was, like, they can't get in touch with each other. Well, here's here's a connection I already knew about. Here's an example of how some of this stuff can come about. Like, uh, on the show Criminal Minds, which I like, I already knew was connected to the X-Files. Because I noticed that there's a cigarette brand in Criminal Minds called Morley. And just because I'm crazy about the X-Files, I was like, holy crap, that's the brand of cigarettes the cigarette man smoked in X-Files. And I looked it up, and yeah, it is the same it is the same brand of cigarette, fake brand of cigarettes that in both these shows. And you look into it, it's like, oh, well, they wanted to reference the X-Files, but also, like, if you work in Hollywood, you reuse a lot of props. So it's easier just to use a lot of fake props that already have these fake brand names on them. Is the TV Nashville in this, the TV show Nashville, is it in this circle of crap or you're whatever? Trying to, you're trying to see if you're, if you can place yourself if in you... <laughs> That's exactly right. No, I'm no, no, it is not. You're real, Kyle. You're real. Touch like, your Kyle, face. When Ray Loyetta, you I'm just saying, like, when Ray Loyetta showed up and I was over here trying Ray to. Ray Loyetta, you can't even pronounce the man's name. I don't. I didn't talk to him. I would have screwed that up. If obviously. you're going to name drop, at least get it right. <laughs> What's his name? Ray Loyetta? Ray Loyola. Ray Loyola. Ray Loyola University. Ray, Ray Liotta, new this shark shows podcast. up. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation with White, Whitecliff Jean over here, and I'm just thinking nobody knows what the hell's going on. There's no way these guys who barely know how to buy pizzas can, like, freaking, you know, connect the dots. But anyway, a, 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 a SP is a suppressive person. And it's a term used in Scientology to describe the antisocial personalities who, according to Scientology's founder, L. Ron Hubbard, make up about 2.5% of the population. And I gotta say, I think that this autistic kid is in that 2.5%. He might be. This has been uh, Fast and the Furious 7 with Jesse Backstrom and Alex May and Kyle Mathis. We want to thank you for listening to this Wizard Opinions episode 24. And you can uh, follow us on Twitter. Wizard Opinions has a Twitter account. So just look for Wizard Opinions on Twitter. I'm Big Hesse on Twitter. Uh, Kyle is, uh, is it R underscore K underscore holiday? It is on Twitter, yeah. Two L's and holiday. All right. And uh, Alex is Cosmo Gang. False on there. All on there. See what's going on. We have our new website, uh, Wizard Operations, which we're still trying to kick off the ground. But you can see what other uh, projects we're, we've been uh, yes. uh, building over there. So uh, thanks for listening. Wait, wait, wait. Before we, before we wrap. If you want to hear Please. something, if you want to talk to us, email us. WizardOpinions at gmail.com. Go to our no, website. No, no. Leave some Before comments. We Before we wrap, is, I have two questions. Is the show 24? Yes. In the retarded kid mind. It's, he's Kyle. Is careful with our words. He is autistic. Is, okay, I'm sorry. In the autistic kid's mind. You're a psychologist. Didn't you have some sort of sensitivity training about this I know. Stuff? I said the shaky <laughs> guy earlier about Michael J. Fox, and he's got the parks. I'm sorry. <laughs> you I, know, the shaky the guy and the retarded kid. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Hi everyone, this is Jesse. This was bothering me, so I looked it up. 
Quantum Leap is attached to the Tommy Westfall universe because Quantum Leap has a crossover character with Magnum P.I. Dr. Samuel Beckett remembers that his sister is married to a naval officer in Hawaii named Jim Bonnick, who happens to be a short-term character in Magnum P.I., and through that, it is also connected to Hawaiian Five-O, Murder, She Wrote, Simon and Simon, and just remember, not only are all of these shows imaginary, they all uh, take place in a universe where a man is traveling through time by jumping from body to body. Just wanted to get that off my chest. You kids have a good night.